Is Gail here yet? She's here. Okay. Um, all right. I was so inspired by the response I got to the last class. I have a little audience today. Anyway, in the last class that I gave, I, I had just given in the morning a, a class to the Kirtan School in, in, uh, in Russia. And I was very enlivened and I was so busy because I, I was with the Iranian devotees and then I was with, um, the, I went in twice to the Russian devotees. Yeah, I was really busy. So I didn't have my kind of preparation thing. So I thought, let me just say what I did with the Kirtan school. But I said, okay, let me, I was up to Ramananda Samvad, this discussion between Ramananda Roy and Lord Chaitanya. And I was gonna stop because it got to such high sub subjects that even Lord Chaitanya Ramananda Roy were like saying, how can we go on with this? So I thought I'm ending that, but I'll just read one verse. And then I got into it and I discussed it. And then the devotees became so enlivened and I started getting so many nice messages that I said, okay, let's see if we, we, we can continue it. Um, Gail, before we begin, are you there, Gail? Hare Krishna Maharaj, yes. Remember I told you about that lady that asked all the questions? Yes, <laughs> she's there. She was just two hours with me asking every subtle question in the world. Would you like to meet her? Of course. Uh, okay. Turn on my camera. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Hi, Bol. Hi, Krishna. So, so nice. Is it Sudeshri? Is it? Satya. Satya. That's Sudeshri's daughter. Oh, this, oh, okay, okay. Hi, Krishna Satya. It's nice to meet I'm only seeing half your face, though. Yeah. Can okay. you see it now? Oh, perfect. Perfect, yeah. <laughs> nice to meet you. <laughs> yes, well, we, we're going to have to double team Maharaj. <laughs> <laughs> she has such tough questions, Gail. I know if I give a class, I'm so exhausted. You know, the whole humility, self-esteem, but in very subtle things. And anyway, okay, you can put me on now again. <laughs> okay. Uh, okay. <laughs> She's very smart. Okay. Um, okay, let's go where we're at. Oh, no. Oh, my God. I got to find the, okay. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya. Okay, let me, I just got to find my spot. Thank you. 
Okay, almost there. No. Okay. Reading from Chaitanya Charitamrita, chapter eight. You can all see me in the audience here? Not too, okay. Uh, chapter eight, text 117. Prabhu Kahi Ye Lagi Alama Tomastani Se Sabatatu Vasne Hoyla Morajani. After hearing this, Lord Chaitanya said to Ramananda Roy, that which I have come to your residence has now become an object of truth in my knowledge. Omigana Timarandasya, Gananjana Shalakaya, Taksurun Mulatamyena, Tasmai Shri Gurave Namaha, Sri Chaitanya Mano Bishtam, Stapitam Yena Bhutale, Sayam Rupa Kadamayam, Dadati Sapadantikam. Vanchakalpa Turupyascha, Kripa Sindhu Vayevacha, Patitanam Pavanebhyo, Vaishnavebhyo, Namo Nama. Sri Krishna Chaitanya Prabhunityananda, Sri Advaita Gadadhar, Sri Vasade Gaur Bhakta Vrinda. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. Now, I wasn't going to actually speak on this subject. I was explaining to the audience here. I was very extremely busy. And I like to, I don't need to prepare much, but I like to know what I'm saying and, and whatever, you know, something. But I was so busy. And I, I had given a class in the morning on in the Kirtan school in Russia online. So I thought I would just kind of do the same thing, make it easy. But I said, okay, I'll just read one verse. So I have like a verse and then I'll say what I want. But I began speaking on it. And then I got so much response that people were so appreciative of it. So I said, okay, why don't I try to continue on it? So let me do this because I have some people here that haven't been with us. I'll briefly tell what's happening is... Um, you know, Lord Chaitanya, the second part of his life is, is the Majil, is the Majilila. And that's from 24 to 30. And he's kind of basically setting the, it's called the Charya Lila, the example of how you become a devotee. You know, I, I, uh, such as sometimes I'm giving a lecture on Gopunima and I'm trying to introduce it to like a new audience. And it's very important how you begin your class. You know, you, you gotta kind of capture the audience. So a lot of time is you make the audience active rather than passive. So I asked the question, the question was, God has a problem. It's the same problem we have, what is it? So, you know, now everybody's the mind. And then the answer is kind of humorous, but it explains Lord Chaitanya's tattva. What's God's problem? He's not a devotee. So the whole idea of Lord Chaitanya is God becoming a devotee. 
So his life is showing us how to become a devotee. And it's not just like Sari or Dodi or Tilak. It's actually developing a relationship to Krishna at the deepest platform. So the, and his life is divided into two, Adi and Seisha, and then Seisha has Majum and, and Anche. But first 24 is in, in Navadweep, and then he takes sannyas, and then he travels for six years. And that's kind of an important, there's different levels of sannyas. The third level is Padivajrakacharya, where you travel widely. And then the last level is Paramahamsa, if you stay in one place. But the whole idea of all the stages of sannyas is to put yourself in a situation where you're forced to depend on God and therefore see that God is actually the maintainer. But unless you put yourself in a situation, you'll be on the illusion that it's actually you that's doing it. So the sannyas was you travel and when you travel, you know, you don't have it set up, right? When you have your own house, everything's set up. And, and it creates a certain consciousness that I'm the controller and I'm the enjoyer. I've set this up for me. And, 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 and you know, where are you going to eat? Food comes. Where are you going to get shelter? God protects you. You know, so, so like that. So Lord Chaitanya is traveling. And because he's on such a high platform, he's moving by the heart rather than the head. It's just where, where his heart takes him. And then I describe something called the transcendental system, that when you want the truth deep in your heart, God hears that voice and, can, and directs someone who has that truth to meet you. Like I said, sometimes people say, how do you find a guru? It's not that you, you, know, you go to the yellow pages, you start in the heart. With that desire, I want the truth. And then Krishna connects. So it's kind of like that with Lord Chaitanya. Although it's called Ramananda Samvad, not Ramananda Siksha. Even though Ramananda Roy is kind of instructing and Lord Chaitanya is asking the, the questions. It's actually called Samvad. It's actually a discussion. And it begins with this incredible analogy with the ocean and the rain clouds. The ocean seems to get its water from the rain clouds, but how do the rain clouds get the water? The ocean evaporates. So the same analogy is there, even though Ramananda Roy is instructing Lord Chaitanya, ultimately <laughs> it's coming from Lord Chaitanya. So it gives that beautiful analogy. And then, you know, Internally, it's it's Vishaka and Radha, and the Lord Chaitanya is in the mood of Radha, and Ramananda Roy is actually Vishaka, and they kind of meet, but they realize because Ramananda Roy is a magistrate and he's surrounded by so many people, they can't really exchange there confidentially. When they do it a little bit, they can become so overwhelmed, they're rolling on the ground, and they look and go, hey, hey, you know, all the Brahmins that I've taken, because when the magistrate takes bath, the Brahmins are chanting mantras, oh, they're, they're all looking. Let's meet in a secluded place. 
And it was specifically Sarvabhama Bhattacharya said that if you want to learn Raganuga Bhakti, if you want to learn the deeper subjects of Krishna consciousness, Ramananda Roy is the person. So somehow in the Gandhavari River they meet, and then Lord Chaitanya asked this question, can you ascertain and give me a verse that explains the sadhyasar, the essence of the goal? And then Lord Chaitanya, uh, Ramananda Roy gives answers and verses that express it, but Lord Chaitanya keeps on saying it's external. And then he comes, then he finally said, then he comes to a verse, he says, oh, this is good. But he always says, Eobaya, uh, our kitchen, go further, go further, go further. And then they even get to Uttama, this is best, and they keep on going further. So the basic concept is, is there are verses in the Shastra that strongly recommend devotional service, but at different levels. But Lord Chaitanya wanted the sadhyasar, the essence of the, the top. She kept on saying, go further. And I gave an, an example how kind of levels of bhakti work. The sun and the sun rays, they're the same, but the sun is in, more intense. So it's the same thing with even bhakti. There's bhakti and it becomes condensed and more intense in different relationships. And before that, it's not just the question that the sun rays are heat and light and then the sun is just condensed. Before that, it's mixed with something external. Like first he mentions Van Ashram and Lord Chaitanya says, Ahabaya, that's external. Even though the verse was, if you perform these duties, God is pleased and this is the best thing. He says, it's external. And what's external? It's external because it's mixed with your own desires. And it's external to the soul, which is consciousness, which reaches its fruition in love. The soul is selflessness. The soul is selflessness. So other activities, they're kind of mixed with you're working through your desires or you're offering your desires to Krishna. So yes, Vanashram is great. To do your duties is wonderful. But why are you doing your duties? Why they're prescribed? They're prescribed because of a particular material condition. So that it's mixed with something that's selfish. And even the verse, yet karoshi asnasi, whatever you do, whatever you give to me, but why are you doing it? Because you have an impulse based on the body. So even that's external. And then even the verse that mentions Sarvadhamma, pray, give up everything, that's renunciation is also external. It's not purely the soul. The soul is not renounced. It's, it's dedicated to Krishna. Renunciation deals with the world. So they, it keeps on going until it comes to the point of just sit and listen to a self-realized soul about Krishna. Then he said, and give up all other consideration. That, that's okay. And it kept on getting higher and higher and higher. And then it came to, then he started quoting verses in different relationships like Dasjarats or servant. But Lord Chaitanya said, that's okay, but I want something more. 
because that also is, is, is there's something else be, besides when you worship God in majesty, there's something else besides bhakti, technically. And what is that? There's an obligation. You must do it if you're dealing with your master. So you must do it. And then there's a fear. Well, there's certain rules to do. And then there's a distance. So even though it was like beautiful, like verses about being servant of Krishna, he said, then he came to friendship and he gave verses about friendship. And he said, hey, this is best. Why? Because it's, it's more, the, the bhakti is more dense. There's, there, there's no obligation. There's no duty. And then further, he went to parental. Then he went to the gopis and he said, wow. He said, now this is what, and he gave all these beautiful, that's why the devotees were so alive in all these verses that Ramananda Roy was giving about the love of the gopis and, and the pariyaham. Krishna says, I can't repay you. I can't repay you. You'll just be have to satisfy with your love itself. I can't repay you. Your love is so forceful. I described Krishna is worshiping everyone, serving everyone. The gopis are just worshiping Krishna. So I can't repay you. I can't give up. So he 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 came to that, and then Lord Chaitanya said, This is best, but maybe you can go a little bit more. And then he explained the love of Radha and how that was even better than the love of the gopis. And he began to, and he quoted the whole Bhagavatam, right? That Krishna couldn't be intimate with, the, with, with Radha because there were so many gopis. Even though Krishna said, I cannot, that as a, one serves me, I reward accordingly. He said, but I can't repay you. Krishna says, I promise that if, if someone serves me, as one surrenders to me, I, I, I respond accordingly. He said, but, but I, I can't, but I can't reciprocate with you. There's no way I can reciprocate with you. You've given me more than I can give you. But then it comes that still, when Radharani leaves the Rasa dance, Krishna leaves the Rasa dance. And then the gopis began, began looking for Krishna, and then they see another pair of footprints. And then Radharani's name is mentioned in the is mentioned in the Bhagavatam indirectly. Aniya Radito Nunam Bhagavan Harir Ishvara. There is no other Aniya Radito who has worshipped you that this gopi, the, the other gopi is the same because even though you had to leave. And then there was a verse that said, since Krishna's lusty desires were not satisfied even in the midst of hundreds of thousands of gopis, and he was searching after Srimati Radharani, we can easily imagine how transcendentally qualified she is. So after this whole discussion, then Lord Chaitanya says to Ramananda Roy, that which I've come to your residence has now become an object of truth. It's become tattva vastu. 
Vastu, like Vastu Shastra, Vastu means substance. Like in perfection, there's Sarup City and there's Vastu City. Sarup City is when you have a mental conception of your relationship with Krishna at a very advanced level. You'll start having a, at a very advanced level, you'll start having, it's almost an imagination, but it's imagination based on the reality of who you are. You'll start focusing on something. Initially, you'll start focusing on a relationship with Krishna. And then you'll start be focusing on a person in that relationship that you want to serve. And then you'll be start focusing on a mood or desire that you have. And, and maybe there'll be some form that you'll see. Sarup city, the perfection of your own identity. But it'll still be, then there's Vastu city. You'll at Vastu the substance, you'll actually be situated in your relationship. It's not just in the mind. You'll actually be entering into your relationship with Krishna. So here he says, say Sabha, of all these things, I've come to your residence. Now this has become the Tattva Vastu. Tattva means subject. Tat means thatness, realityness, truth. Vastu, this is the substance of everything I wanted that I've come to. You, I asked you to ascertain the verse that is the sadhyasar, the essence of all the, the, the essence of the goal of everything. And, and now that, it, that has happened now. Moragyani, I'm in knowledge now. More Gani, I am in knowledge now from coming to you and asking these questions of the tattva vastu, the substance of, of truth. Now we're going to have fun. We'll see where this goes. And I don't know if I can go any higher than this because I don't. So now, now Lord Chaitanya continues. Um, now, Lord Chaitanya continues. Would you like to sit on a chair? Would you be more comfortable? Okay. But would you be more comfortable with a chair? Okay. Prabhu Kahe, he says, now, Ebe say, Jani Loon, Sadhya Sadhana Nirnoi, this Nirnoi was used, ascertain. Nana Shastra Vichara Naika Nipano Sadharma Samstapako. No. Loka Namika. Nana Shastra Vichara. That's Vichara Naika. This is Nirnoi means to ascertain. A sabe generally sadya sadna nirnoi. Age achi kichu sunitem. Now I've come to understand. The sublime goal of life and the process of achieving it. I've achieved now by, by being with you and asking these questions, I've come to this. Sadhana, Sajja, Nirnoi. You have ascertained the goal and the practice. Age, Are, Ache, Kichu. Sunitema, I think there's something more. 
and my mind is desiring to hear it. I think there's something more. And this is what he wants more. Krishnera surup koi, radera surup, rasa kon tattva prema kon tattva. This is what I want to know more. Kindly explain the transcendental features of Krishna and Srimati Radharani. I want to know their forms. Also explain the truth of transcendental mellows and the transcendental form of love of Godhead. So what does he want to know? Krishna Sarup, Radha Sarup, Rasa Kontatva, Prema Kontatva Rup. I want to know about Radha's form. I want to know about Krishna's form. I want to know about Rasa Tattva and I want to know what Prema is. And this is what Ramananda wrote. He said, kindly explain all these truths to me, but for yourself, no one else can ascertain them. Sri Namananda Roy replied, I do not know anything about this. I simply vibrate the sound you make me speak. This is what we're talking about. The confidence is in the humility. The confidence is in the humility. When you become humble, then you feel Krishna can use me as an instrument. Otherwise, it's way beyond me. So he's asking Ramananda Roy, these subjects, Krishna Sarup, Radha Sarup, and, and it's not like there was the internet, they just put it in there. These, this is Anarpita Charim Charat Karunayavatirna. Anarpita never before given. Charim Charat for a very long time. Karunaya in this age by the mercy of Lord Chaitanya. Anarpita charim charat kununyavata. Samarpiyatam, they gave, unatojvala rasam, this unatojvala ras, given. Swabhak, my own bhakti. Krishna is saying, never before have I given the brilliant rasa of my own special high bhakti to me. I've never before given this. So when he's asking these questions, I'm just, I'm joking in one sense, not the modern age, everybody goes on the internet, rasa.com, this godiasadanta.com, this type.com, you know, no one understands it, but at least they're not surprised. But now to ask these questions, and what does Ramananda Roy reply? That's why this is very important. Whenever you speak, you have to have prayers first because you can't understand God just by your intellect. Prabhupada said, it's not like, he said, it's, it's not an intellectual process, but it's not like the guru puts his finger and there's an electric shock and you become enlightened. It's, it's you use your intelligence in Krishna's service and then he empowers you. But without that, Tesham Satatayuktanam Bajatam Pritipur, the Dami Buyam, one who worships me with faith, I give them the knowledge. Otherwise, you can't like logically figure it out. Oh, yeah, and okay, and then and this is this, and okay, God must be blue, okay, and this and what's like, and he must have a flute. You know, I gave this seminar. I'm talking to Satya a little bit here. 
but it's okay, right? I, 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 I gave this seminar. I was preaching in the yoga world. And I was like practically the first one to preach in the yoga world in America, practically speaking. And, you know, before that, no one was coming to Krishna consciousness. It was very enlivening. And then I became the spiritual director of one major yoga studio, the person I met here in Vrindavan. And, you know, I was giving seminars to establish my authority because we have so much different knowledge on karma and so many things. And then it became time to present Krishna. So I gave a seminar, Can God Be Blue? A Study of Krishna. And I began with the question, Satya, to the audience. Um, why is God blue? And I answered them, if there is a reason why God's blue, he's not God, because then there's a cause of his existence. Why is God blue? Because God, because God wants to be blue. There's no other reason for it. So just showing them that you can't come logically to the conclusion. So when you actually are speaking on spiritual subjects, you have to be humble. What? I, I heard that class. You heard that class. Okay. Interesting. I didn't know you were secretly hearing my classes. <laughs> but it, it's, it, it has to be empowered. You have to have prayer. You have to have prayer. You have to begin with prayer. You have to begin with prayer. God has to speak through you. Otherwise, so he says, I do not, I simply vibrate with what, what sound you make me speak. I simply repeat like a parrot whatever instructions you have given me. You are the supreme personality of God in himself who can understand your dramatic performances. You inspire me within the heart and make me, me speak with the tongue. I do not know whether I'm speaking well or badly. There's a verse, I forgot, I can't remember it now. It says, you know, Vyas may or may not know, <laughs> meaning that in spiritual subjects, God speaks through you. It, it, it may even be beyond your own intellect and it may come out logical and lucid. You may or may not know yourself. And, um, so Ramananda Roy is being asked to speak the highest subject matters and he has to begin at a platform of humility. Because again, he has talents obviously, but he has to, he, he has to be an instrument for it. And he, otherwise he, he won't be able to, to speak. He has to become an instrument. He has to be humble. And without humility, you can't actually realize the absolute truth because you won't be in a perspective to understand it. If you think you're the center, you'll never see who is. So there has to be this kind of... Lord Chaitanya said, because now we glorified Lord Chaitanya, such a long day today. 
Are you pretty tired? No, no, no. I'm just like right at the moment. Okay, I just because uh, I'm 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 very attuned to the audience. I want to make sure. Okay, because the chair is there waiting for you. Okay. Okay. Lord Chaitanya said, "I am a Mayavadi." In the renounced order, and I do not even know what transcendental loving service to the Lord is. I'm simply float in the ocean of Mayavad philosophy. But he did take an Advaita Vedant line, but of course he was Bhakta. But anyway, Lord Chaitanya, it's it's a transcendental competition of because the nature of and this is seen in Briyad Bhagavatam Rita, and we talked about this, happy, small. When you, you're feeling mercy, it's such a wonderful feeling. So when you're feeling mercy like this, and someone said, Jai, 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 Jai Maharaj, Jai Gurudev, Jai, Jai, Jai. And if you go, huh, yes? <laughs> and you come out like this, it ruins the bob and a person knows that they're very, I described the child in the mother's arms doesn't want to be the big kid. So when a Vaishnava is actually feeling that, that mercy, that love, that mercy, it's such a wonderful feeling. They have a conception of that ego. And, and even though it was the thing they were always aspiring for, they're abstracted from it. And they don't want to enter there. When I do Japa seminars, the end of the seminar, I bring people, the goal is to live in the heart. And, and the heart is gratitude, the heart is compassion, the heart is service, the heart is humility. And you bring a person there and then they're able to extract themselves to the chatty mind, the chatty voice based on the ego and the ambitions. And, and I tell them, just look at that now. That's not you. Mm -hmm. Right? And don't go there yet because if I don't tell you this, you'll just wake up and say, Yeah, hey, how are you going? And, and, and the whole ego manifests again. You know, you know, so you know, just stay there in that position. But someone who's self-realized, like you know, and we had Bhagavatamrita, um in the Briyad Bhagavatamrita. Every time Narada Muni says, you're the topmost devotee, they say, may bhakti, may you, I'm not a devotee. They don't want to leave that. So you'll see if this glorification among the Vaishnavas is always kind of like Tai Chi, you know, trying to deflect the, you know, throw, throw, just to deflect all the, 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 the praise, mm -hmm. deflect all the praise. They don't want to be there. So Lord Chaitanya is just deflecting it. And, and, and we discussed this too. A devotee, you know, it may sound like, wait, this is not true. He doesn't realize this. This is just words. But there's a certain mood of a devotee really going into a, a you see, when you're very pure, I describe like a clean glass of water, every speck of dirt is seen. And when you're all full of it, <laughs> then, you know, you don't see any faults. The grossest faults you won't see. But a humble person, you'll see his faults. So he's just in that mood. I, I, I've taken the Ekadanda, Mayavadi Sanyasi, 
you know, I don't know what service to Krishna is. You're Ramananda Roy. Sarva, Boma, Sangha, Mora, Mana, Niyamahoya, Krishna, Bhakti, Tattva, Kaya. Due to association of Sarva, Boma, Bhattacharya, my mind became enlightened. Therefore, I asked him about the truths of transcendental loving service to Krishna. Because I had the association of Sarva, Boma, Bhattacharya, and he told me, I don't know about Krishna. They're only known to Ramananda Roy. And he's not here. So Lord Chaitanya is saying, he told me to go to you to learn these things. Don't say that I'm just vibrating and this like that. No, you have that. I want to know Radhera Sarupa, Krishna Sarupa, Rasa Kone, Tattva Prem, Tone. I want to know all these things. And Sarvabhama Bhattacharya, he said, I didn't know. He said, you know them. So you tell me about them. Lord Chaitanya continued. After hearing about your glories, I have come to your place, but you offer me words of praise out of respect for sannyasi, one in the renounced order of life. Kiva Vipra, Kiva Nasi, Sujo Kenahoi, Ye Krishna Veta Tattvase. Don't say I'm a sannyasi, whether one's a Brahmin, a sannyasi, or a Sujo, regardless. If he knows the tattva of Krishna, he can become guru. This is the standard. Prabhupada's purpose is very long about this. Our standard is kiba vipa, kiba nasi, sakena sudha, ye Krishna veta tattva, say guru Lord. Sadkarma nipano vipro, sadkarma nipano expert vipra, mantra, tantra, vishara, and all these things. A Vaishnava. Guru Nisad. If you're not a Vaishnava, you can't be a guru. Vaishnava Swapacho Guru. If you're a Vaishnava, if you're one of family of dog eaters, you can be a guru. But Vaishnava, ultimately the word Vaishnava and humility mean the same thing. Because Vaishnava means I accept there's something higher. I say this many times than my opinion on what is the goal of life and what is happiness. Because I failed at it life after life after life after life. I'm seeking something more. Vaishnava means you accept God. It'd really be wonderful if everyone really accept God, really accept God. There's this one psychologist I was telling you I was going to he spoke a lot about the Bible and, and these things. Very brilliant guy. So he seems to have very high morals. And he kind of, he never admitted that he, he, he believed in God, but everything he said seemed to indicate it. So he was meeting this very scholar who was a very religious person and said, do you believe in God? He wanted to know. And the guy said, he started thinking about that. He just, he says, I don't know. But when he said, I don't know, because for him, this guy, whatever he said, he had to live by. That was his nature. He was very careful because he thought, 
Well, if I believe in God, what does that mean? It's so heavy. It means there's an absolute truth. Am I living as there is an absolute truth? Can I claim I believe in God? What does that mean? Because to him, believe wasn't a cheap term. So, Vaishnava is not, Prophet said, not an ordinary thing. Humility is not an ordinary thing because you accept that there is an absolute truth. There's an authority, not someone over you, but, but knowledge is an absolute truth. There's knowledge and to live by that. So he said, so Lord Chaitanya said, this, 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 uh, um, you know, I'm a sannyasi. That's not the standard. What the standard is, is Krishna Tattva Veda, that you know the science of God. What Prabhupada goes on for pages and pages on this purport, well, seven, eight pages. Chaitanya continued, please do not treat me thinking me a sannyasi. Please satisfy my mind just describing the truth of Radha and Krishna. Yadyapi Roy, Preme Mahabhagavate, Tandva Mana Krishna Moya Nari Achati. He said, Ramananda Roy was a great devotee of the Lord, a lover of God, and although his mind could not be covered by Krishna's illusory energy, and although he could understand the mind of the Lord, which was very strong and intense, Ramananda Roy became a little agitated. Ramananda said, I'm just a dancing puppet, and you pull the strings. Whatever way you make me dance, I will dance. My dear Lord, my tongue is just like a stringed instrument and you are its player. Therefore, I simply vibrate whatever arises in your mind. So this is again, the analogy at the beginning, the ocean and the rain are having an argument. Who, who, who filled who? This is, that's why at the very beginning, this analogy set up. He's saying, yeah, Lord Chaitanya is saying, you're the one that's pouring the rain on me. And he's saying, what are you saying? I'm getting it. It's getting from you. My dear Lord, my tongue is just like a string instrument. You are the player. Therefore, I simply vibrate whatever arises in your mind. Ramananda Roy then began to speak on Krishna Tattva. So he then began to speak. Parama Ishvara Krishna Swayam Bhagavan Sarva Avatari Sarva Karana Pradhan. Just reading that verse, just imagine. No word processor. It was so funny. I, 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 you know, I my computer broke, so I couldn't write my Monday morning reading. I had to write it on a, a on an iPhone, right? So I'm writing to be I write an iPhone. So I'm in Vrindavan, I tell this to one lady that was on Raghunath's group. She said, why did you use a pen and paper? <laughs> and I just thought, why did I use it? 
Why didn't I use a pen and paper? I just I felt so stupid. It was like, it would have been, I can't even, besides the fact, even if I could do that, it, it, it was so conditioned. This is what I mean. Oh, we're ensconced, we're entranced in a narrative. The people, the people are creating realities for us. And people are living in, in various realities. And there are forces in the world that are making people think in a way. And, and, and so I'm just thinking. <laughs> They've been doing it for thousands of years. My computer broke. It is, every, look, everyone's laughing hysterically at me now. I got an audience that's just laughing. I like to laugh at myself too, but I just thought, yeah, why not? Why not? I simply, but look at this. He's writing. This is why Krishna Das Kaviraj Rasika Bhakta Maj. He is the top chief Maj of the Rasika Bhaktas to be able to conceptualize it. He wrote the teachings, the life and the teaching of Lord Chaitanya in poetry. And there's so many exact rules for it. So, I mean, I'm just thinking now he's saying, just look at the words, you know, Parama Ishvara Krishna Swayam Bhagavan. Sava avatari, sava karana pradhan. So he says, okay, you want me to speak? Krishna is the supreme. He's the original Godhead, the source of all incarnations and the cause of all causes. Ananta vaikunta, ara ananta avatar, ananta brahmanandihan, sava adar. There are innumerable vaikunta planets as well as innumerable incarnations in the material world also. There are innumerable universes. And Krishna is the supreme resting place of all. The transcendental body of Sri Krishna is eternal and full of bliss and knowledge. He is the son of Nanda Maharaj. He's full of all opulences and potencies, as well as all spiritual mellows. Ishvara Paramakrishna Satyananda Vigraha Anadir Adir Govinda Sarvakarna Karanam. So he's quoting these verses. Vrindavane aprakrita navin. In the spiritual realm of Vrindavan, Krishna is a spiritual ever fresh cupid. He is worshipped by the chanting of the Kamagayatri mantra with the spiritual seed clean. Okay, I think, wow. Such long purports. So anyway, now he's going to speak about Krishna, Tattva, it goes on and on and on till it comes to this incredible conception that in the highest prema, Radha's so much thinking of Krishna and Krishna is so much thinking of Radha that they forget their own identities. And that's that painting of Radha and Krishna kind of merging with, and that's what Gorgobinda Maharaj was explaining when he passed from the world. In fact, two of the teachers who worked for me, Chandrika Mataji and Vaijanti Mala, I'm very close with, 
<laughs> they were in the room asking him those questions and he began to explain this whole kind of Leela of, you know, the whole Jagannath Leela is it's amazing. Jagannath is the highest manifestation of God because it's Krishna in the highest form of ecstasy in love of Radharani. So that's why it was the Ishtadev of Lord Chaitanya. The Ishtadev, Lord Chaitanya wanted a mood of Radha. What is a better deity for him than Radha and Madly in love, than Krishna Madly in love with Radha? So it's the highest form. Now, what we do, and we'll finish, and I'll let you also see that. Is Jamuna Jaya there today? She usually begins with asking. Yes. Hi, Maharaj. Where are you? Hello, other Gail. <laughs> it was so beautiful to have Gail Darshan and to see uh, see Gail's uh, compatriot and questioning. <laughs> Thank you for that. I I really love the. I feel like this is definitely um, a button for next year, Maharaj. When you said the confidence is in the humility. That was such a mic drop. <laughs> like to have the, the the humility is the way, like you said, that's like I'm not speaking. This is Krishna speaking. This is the divine speaking. So that's my confidence. It's it's not me. I love that point so so much. And I'm just loving this whole this whole pastime is just so beautiful. So thank you, Maharaj. Thanks, Jimajai. Anybody else like to say hello? Hi, Krishna Maharaj. Um, this is a, a little tiny question. Is there time? Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, um, you know, in, in that part of the Sambad where, you know, there was this competition, who, who, who is getting the rain from whom, right? And then there, there was the line that said, you know, Ram, Ram De Roy was feeling agitated. And so, you know, when I think agitation, I think either one is disturbed by, you know, desires or is some anxiety. But what was the nature of that agitation? I couldn't understand. I have to go, let me go back to that particular verse before I can answer it. That's an easy one. <laughs> I mean, compared to the one she really answered. It, let, let me, where he said he was agitated. Um, oh man, I gotta find it. It's a fact, like I passed over that and I didn't understand the next time I knew she would answer. <laughs> I knew it. Um, so let me get back to it. Now I have to see if I can answer it. Okay, let me go very quickly. Um,
Um, Gail, somehow I can't find that verse. Um, so I'd like to... Yeah, I can't find that verse. Okay, but it was it was one of the latter ones, you know. It was one of the last ones I spoke. One, of, yes, yeah. It was the time when you know Ramananda was saying, you know, no, I, you know, I got this, I got this knowledge from you, you know. Anyway, uh, next class, I'll look it up and, and find it. But I mean, I, yeah. Agitation can be, I don't know exactly why, but the, the concept of agitation in bhakti is when there's a strong emotion, the mind vibrates and it affects the life airs. Mm -hmm. And when it affects the life airs, the life airs come in contact with various elements in the body. It comes in contact with the, the water element, the tears, the air element, the hair standing in, the, the, or the body shakes, or the earth, one becomes stunned. And it's an ecstatic feeling. So there's a kind of agitation, a movement of the mind that's um, apparently externally disturbing that creates an ecstasy. So I'd have to see it. Okay, anybody else like Yeah, we'll do that. I'll, I'll look it up. In Thank, you. Thank you. We'll just finish it up. Anybody else like to say hello? Maharaj, Yudhisthir here. Always best wishes. Thank you. Hare Krishna. Nice to see you, Yudhisthir. Hare Bo. Great to see you. Anybody else? Hare Krishna, Gumaraj. Tota Gopinath here. So great to hear from you. Okay, we'll see you in Brudge. Anybody Haribo. else? Hare Krishna Dear Maharaj, this is Divya Shakti. Thank you so much for this lecture wow. and for the opportunity to be here today. Hare Krishna. Great, great. Nice to see you. Okay, anybody else? Hare Krishna Guru Maharaj, Narmal Sakya here. Oh, okay. Haribo, Haribo, nice to see you there. <laughs> <laughs> no, you can't this is Iran. You don't always get the reception you want. Anybody else? Hare Krishna Maharaj. It's Gopi Gita. Thank you for class. Oh, okay. Great. We'll see you in Colombia in March. Okay. Anybody else? Hare Krishna Maharaj. Hare Krishna Maharaj. Okay. I see Isabel. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, Sunday. You want to say hello to Satya? Yeah. Hi, Satya. Hi. Yeah. <laughs> nice to see you. She never misses class, never. Anybody else say hello today? Hare Krishna Maharaj, this is Krishnamrita. Thank you so much. So important things. Wonderful. Great to see you. Thank you. Who else? Hare Krishna Maharaj, it's Lal Govinda. And Braja. Thank you for class. class. Hey, okay. <laughs> nice to see both of you. I'm a little bit on the side here. Everybody wants to see. Okay. That's your okay. One more person. Hare Krishna Gurudev. Hare Krishna. It's Hare Krishna. Good to see you. 
Good. That's all. Thank you very much. Good. One more. Anybody else? Okay. We'll enter now. Okay.